0: Hello, I'm Becky Hadid, host of The Storied Recipe. As my weekly guests share their stories through the vessel of cherished food memories, we all become better cooks, more grateful for the gift of food, and we honor those that have loved us through their cooking. Earlier this week, we met Nermeen, an Egyptian-born woman who at the age of 22 received the distinctive honor of being named a diplomat. After she fell in love and married an American diplomat, Nermeen left her post, but not the diplomatic corps, as she now travels the world practicing the art of forging bonds in every new country she calls home. Today, in this powerful bonus episode, Nermeen shares how she leveraged her Arabic, knowledge of Middle Eastern culture, diplomatic skills, and empathy as a woman to embark on an incredible project of empowerment for Syrian refugee women. Together, Nermeen and her new friends figured out how to leverage the power of their food stories, not simply as refugees, but as women, excellent cooks, and ambassadors of Syrian culture to generate income and start new lives. This project brought Nermeen a profound appreciation for the power of food stories and reconnected her personally to her Egyptian roots. Please enjoy this powerful story. So, you know, you've used this term throughout the interview. You've talked about culinary diplomacy, but yes. you said that it's really an experience that you had with Syrian women that yeah. awoke you to this. So tell me, please, more about that.
1: Okay. So in 2016, I moved with my family to Yerevan, Armenia, Eastern Europe, and our arrival uh, coincided with an influx of Syrian refugees. Mm-hmm. And uh, for the first time, my two kids were going to school, both of them. So I had a good chunk of time for myself. Mm -hmm. And I decided to leverage my native Arabic in uh, helping and supporting uh, Syrian refugees over there. Mm. So I initiated a program of uh, women empowerment Mm. for Syrian women, of course. Mm. So many of those women... um, come from aleppo not even from the capital from damascus okay and aleppo is a conservative society where uh, many women are housewives so most of them did not have uh, any work experience Mm. and some of them did not even have a college degree and they were in their uh, early 40s or 50s and they had to make money to survive uh, the displacement Mm. So the only thing that that was common among all of them, the huge scale that they owned is cooking good Syrian food. Mm. So my my idea is was to help them starting their uh, home based business mm-hmm. like food catering service on a small scale, of course. Yeah. And this is when I discovered the huge power a food story. When you eat a good food, it's just the food. But when you tell the story, it's an experience. Mm. So, in order to advertise their food services, we used their stories. And I don't mean by the stories the story of the displacement th- alone, but the the story of the food. Every recipe was so peculiar and had a certain influence. Uh, because as I said, they were coming from um, uh, different villages and places from Aleppo.
0: Okay.
1: So some recipes were very esoteric. One lady had a uh, almost a 100-year recipe a made all vegan with uh, potatoes and uh, grains, things because, like this.
0: Because they're doing it based on what they have. Exactly. I
1: see. And uh, so we, we capitalized on this. And many or all of them were fearing the loss of their food heritage. Mm -hmm. So writing about the recipe was an excellent way to document their story Mm -hmm. and their history in Syria. And they felt so proud with sharing their food story with others. And what I found fascinating, the empowerment uh, impact of sharing their story. They felt that they are no longer a number. Yes. Yeah. They felt that they are still a citizen with a history, with mm. heritage that is worth sharing with others in a new culture. Mm. They realized the fortune that they own, the storied recipe.
0: Mm.
1: And from this is where uh, it all began. Writing about one lady at a time, uh, her story, helping her having a Facebook, translating her recipes to English so that we be accessible to expat community uh, in Armenia. Because, you know, Armenia is a struggling economy. Yeah, okay. uh, But expats uh, afforded... yeah. You know, their, yeah. their, their food uh, services. Yeah. So, our main uh, our audience was the expat community. So, I helped them uh, translating the recipes um, and also twisting them, uh, you know, okay. um, changing yeah. them into gluten free, into yeah. low sugar, in no carb recipes, make them more trendy. Yeah. Uh, sorry, trendier and yeah. uh, more appealing to the consumers. You're a genius. Yeah. Um, so this, this was an experience, and this is when I, I, I decided to start blogging or taking blogging more seriously. I see. And to focus my, to be so focused on one angle, food heritage. Mm. What does it mean? What's an impact on our life? Mm. So this is it. That was my story with the Syrian refugees. That's
0: incredible. That's incredible.
1: Uh, you know, and- I, I rushed to, to rescue them, but actually they helped me finding my voice mm. in writing. Through them and through the stories, I came to figure my voice and writing on my blog and mm. exactly what I should be writing about. Mm. And um, when I met them, I was... You know, relatively neglecting my my Egyptian food heritage, but mm-hmm. after my experience with them, mm-hmm. I went back and and thoroughly explored my heritage again. Mm. I brought it back to life. Mm. Mm. And probably uh, over the last year, if you check my blog, you will see more and more Egyptian recipes mm-hmm. uh, being uh, published. Mm.
0: And what was the outcome of this? Did they end up um, starting these businesses and publishing these recipes?
1: Uh, It's a good question. Um, You know, the transition from being a housewife to a businesswoman is not smooth. Because they had to change their mindset first.
0: Okay. Mm -hmm.
1: They are used to a certain pattern where the husband is the main breadwinner. Mm Mm-hmm and she takes care of the house. Mm -hmm. But what happened when they were displayed? Some of them, their husbands lost their business or all their money or their savings, and many of them uh, became sick. They couldn't work. Yeah. And because in the Middle East, usually the husband is older than the wife, Mm -hmm. they didn't have the energy to start something from scratch. Mm -hmm. Uh, So what we ended up creating, uh, a business where the husband is involved. So she cooks and he delivers the food. Oh, okay. Or she cooks and he uh, takes the the, um, uh, the orders from the uh, uh, clients uh-huh. because we we um, we were yeah. convinced that marginalizing the husband in such in 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 this type of business yeah. would create um, family unrest,
0: yeah. uh-huh. <laughs> very
1: uneasy by the family members. Yeah. So the pattern that we were looking after. Mm. is how to create a business model where every family member uh, in the Syrian community or the Syrian family Mm -hmm. feels more or less responsible.
0: Yeah. They have to be invested in it.
1: And yeah, this is why I felt so privileged that I know and I understood the culture because I was Mm. able to communicate this gender issue to the donors. So Mm -hmm. I had a series of meetings with the donor agencies there where I, Explained my humble point of view to be considered, because some mm-hmm. of the eight programs were really isolated from the social background of those people. Mm. You know, they come from a completely different uh, right. cultural and social background.
0: Yeah, yeah. You're a gem, Narmeen. Like just oh. the <laughs> really, really, though, really just the um, the energy you know, that you brought to this project, the compassion, the open-mindedness to listen to them and what they had to share and even teach you. Then the expertise of knowing Arabic and then the expertise in the culture, being able to express that being this, um, gateway between the refugees and the people who wanted to help them, but maybe there was such a cultural gap. They didn't even know how, I mean, wow. (laughs) Very few people could have done what you did in that situation. Very few people would have the gifts and skills and expertise.
1: You are very sweet. Thank you so much for your words. But honestly, it was so natural. Mm -hmm, I didn't mm -hmm. feel that I'm putting that huge effort. Mm -hmm, Because I'm familiar with the culture, because it's my language. Mm -hmm. I felt it was honestly very natural. And one of the things that touched me the most, that talking to the Syrian women, uh, I felt they are family, mm. not refugees. And, mm. and I think this, this made all the difference. They yeah. were tired of being treated like refugees and just numbers. Yes.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So in this one-on-one uh, career counseling uh, sessions, I made sure that we talk as sisters or a mom and her daughter. Mm. And that's why I was able to dig deep and find su- uh, reasonable solutions to mm. the problems. Mm-hmm. because it's very easy to fix the problems on the surface. Right. Okay, right. you know what? You have to start this business. This is the only way you can make money. Okay, but what about my husband? What right. about my sons? They are not used to have me uh, delivering uh, food orders to strangers. Right. right. So um, I feel very grateful because it has changed my life and yeah. hadn't been for this experience, probably my blog wouldn't have been the same mm. today. Mm hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. And again, I'm 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 thinking, you know, we had a conversation much earlier about the American ideal and how it really is the the, the best of our ideal that we had, you know, a, an Egyptian woman naturalized as an American and just one generation, you know, your husband actually. He he was born in Egypt. No, he was
1: born. Egypt. He left at the age of
0: 14. Okay, so this idea that we have Egyptians as American diplomats, you know, it's like, the truth is, if you weren't Egyptian, as well as being American, you wouldn't have been able to do this. Like you're saying, it came naturally. It wouldn't have come naturally to me because I don't speak Arabic. This idea that we have this ideal where anyone who wants to be American can come in and be American and serve America. That is what America's greatest strength can be, right?
1: Of course. Uh, It's a great nation. And we should never take it for granted.
0: Mm. Mm. Well, thank you. Thank you for those words. Thank you for inspiring me. Thank you for your service. Really, thank you very much for your service.
1: Thank you so much, Becky. It was really an honor and a pleasure to be your guest. You have an amazing um, uh, blog idea and oh. incredible photography talents, and the way you craft the stories—really, um, they do melt my heart. Well, Thank you.
0: It, well, it's 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 an honor. It's an honor. I mean, to have just to have learned from you, it's really it's nothing less than an honor. So, I really want people to find you to follow your beautiful photography and your. Um, I just love the way that you described your recipes. You can't tell where the Egypt stops and the American begins and I just love that. So tell everybody where and how they can find you and connect with you.
1: So my blog is it has a French name. So She C H E Z Mm. (laughs) N E R M I N E dot com. And my Instagram is at Chénermin one word, no space, no capital. Mm
0: -hmm. Uh
1: and this is where they can find me.
0: Okay wonderful. And of course, I'll be sharing that in lots of ways. So um, all right. Well, Nermeen, I really do. I want to thank you so much for your time. Thank you, Becky. Thank you once again to Nermeen, and please find her contact information on my website, thestoriedrecipe.com. Next week, we'll meet Stephanie, a lawyer in California. Stephanie focuses on how trauma impacts communities of color, and she will be introducing us to her inspiring Granny Octavia. You will fall in love with Granny, as did I, and be enriched by her life lessons and philosophies. So I do hope that if you haven't already subscribed, you do that now. Also, please do remember that every share and review really means a lot to me. Starting anything new is a labor of love. And during this mountain climbing phase, your encouragement and every new listener that your shares bring really do mean the world to me. Thanks and have a great day, my friends.